0: greetings everybody welcome to wired in i'm your host blake johnson alongside my cousin spencer coles and we've got a ton of stuff to talk about today before we get into that as always make sure to listen to our podcast wherever you can find your podcasts on google apple uh, spotify pretty much all the major uh, platforms you can still find us you may not be able to find other uh, certain <laughs> yeah. shows and platforms right now, but you can still find us. And
1: It's because they it's know funny. that we are inexpendable, that we, we are we're, – we're the show that has to stay on the internet.
0: We're like, a significant threat. If if Wired In is gone, I mean, yeah. there's – I mean, what do you
1: have? Joe Rogan? Like, yeah,
0: Well, <laughs> that guy is kind of like – he's kind of a nut, yeah, so you – know, right? He doesn't know how to do a show, but we do, and that's why we're here. So, yeah, just make sure and listen to our show on those platforms. Give us a five-star rating and review, and we'd much appreciate that. So, Spencer, how's everything been going in your neck of the woods in the past uh, week? A little over a week? I'm not quite sure no, how long it's shabby. been.
1: It hasn't been uh, you know, too chaotic or anything, so it's all I can you know, really ask for. So, what about you, man?
0: good Going pretty good. Uh, the wife is up, uh, well, kind of down in Colorado for the next couple of days. Uh, she one in, of
1: those geographical, you know, directions.
0: Well, you know, it's I'm not in college anymore, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she and uh, her mom are visiting some family there, and they'll be back in a few days. So I'm. Manning the fort here at home, just partying up with uh, two cats here. So that's uh, – Yeah, someone's got to do it, man. Someone's got to do it. It's, it's you know, it's the kind of sacrifice that I put in that really just doesn't go notice very much. So there it's you go. Shame. It's a crying shame. It is a crying shame. Well, we uh, like I said, we have a lot of stuff to talk about today, and a lot of a lot of big news and entertainment, especially for me personally. And I'm curious how you feel about this. I'm pretty excited about some of the announcements as it relates to uh, Star Wars and video games, and uh, not just Star Wars video games, but there's other game announcements coming. Um, as well, and we also have an update on Cyberpunk 2077. You can always count on us to give you what's the latest and greatest of one of the, I would say, you know, quintessential games in in modern uh, modern history. That's really defined defined what video games should be like. If you want to uh, destroy your industry. I was gonna
1: say, so. yeah, it's not you're, not. you're not wrong about that.
0: <laughs> so uh, yeah, let's uh, let's let's go ahead and start off with some cyberpunk tastiness because I am feeling the flavor of cyberpunk. I don't know about you, but I had just seen from the Verge that if if you act now, if you go to GOG, you can get cyberpunk half off, nearly half off. If you want on PC and that I think that's quite a deal. What do you think?
1: It's it's literally been less than like what like a month and they already have that game marked down to half price like it like dude.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah it came out like 60 bucks and I'm already seeing it around 40 at Walmart. The player base
1: must be dead for this game Mm -hmm. if they are if they already have this game on half price right now. (laughs) <laughs> like just, I, I I didn't even I didn't realize that they had done that until today, because on on like Steam and stuff everywhere else it's full price, um, but yeah, it's, funnily enough too, I think it, it might have been around maybe maybe that maybe them marking down that price was you know part of a recent thing they've done because like literally I think maybe like the day before that or whatever they, uh, Marson. Owenski, or however you say his name. I'm sure I botched that. But, um, essentially, one of the CEOs of uh, of CDPR, who, uh, coincidentally enough, was also the person who lied about uh, the, the console performance of the game, claiming that, quote, it runs surprisingly well on last-gen uh, hardware, uh, released a statement basically apologizing, and that, uh, claiming that, um, essentially they didn't intend
0: for something like this to happen.
1: It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa like, hold on. Like,
0: <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I think him saying that it works well on console explains pretty well why, you know, PlayStation removed it from the store. Because it works so well.
1: Yeah, it just, in in the wise word of our, our Lord uh, Todd Howard, uh, it just works. It just works. Everyone's favorite, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, dude, you, 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 the, like, you knew what you were doing, okay. Like, everyone, I, everyone I've seen on Twitter is like, well, give them a chance to fix the game, you know, give them an opportunity to to, to right the wrong. It's like they've only had you know, eight
0: years to make it work. <laughs>
1: yeah, and I'm like, look, I'm all for giving people a chance to right the wrongs. Like, that's not what I'm saying, but it's like, every, everyone is quick quickly to just kind of like hop back on the train and I um, and I'm just I'm sitting here like man they purposefully hid last gen console footage of the game refused to give console reviews for the game and told pc reviewers that they could only used uh they could only use footage that was allowed by them they couldn't use their own uh uh gameplay footage mm-hmm so they knew what they were doing, like they they were aware of the state of the game, oh yeah, they were more than you know like they that's it's it's not like this just happened out of the ether, like they definitely knew,
0: yeah, and I think it was more of a push of, well, you know we've we've delayed it long enough let's we're gonna get a lot of money anyway, and then we'll we'll have plenty of time to fix it because people will just trust us and You know, I I think we had talked about this before. I think one of the first episodes when we were talking about this game is that, you know, you shouldn't have loyalty to a company. You should be cheering on whenever a game is good. And even if you love the developer and they made a great game, if they end up making a crappy game, you shouldn't just defend it up and down because it's a company you like. So you know, I to to the people that you were saying that are that are like, well, just give them a chance, give them a chance. Well, how many more chances do you need to give them? You know, I I don't understand. Just it's just kind of silly to me.
1: Yeah, and, and and it's like it would be one thing if the game. It'd be one thing if the game came out and it was kind of like a blank slate sort of thing, like. Kind of like in the case of, like, No Man's Sky, where the game came out and, like, yeah, there were bugs, but it wasn't, like... I, I think with No Man's Sky, in their in their specific case, it was more of, like, the game was just a blank canvas. And then they, you know, decided to fix the game and uh, get it to a stage where it is now... It Like, No Man's Sky now is, um, like, above and beyond what... I had expected it to be um, whenever it first released, like prior to prior to the release of the game. Um, it's like, I, I thoroughly, you know, recommend people to, to try it out at the very least. Um, so like, I'm, you know, obviously I'm more than willing to give developers the chance to right their wrongs. But with Cyberpunk though, I mean, this was just straight up, there's no, there's no like, ambiguity about it like it, they were straight up malicious about how they went marketing the game how they went about uh you know hiding and uh, concealing certain bits of information about the game it's just i think it's more of everyone held cdpr as the gold standard for game development and now there's like no way they can ever get that back um but, it's like, it, again, it's like, I'm all for giving them a chance, but for them to double down on this lie about, like, oh, we didn't intend for this to happen, we didn't, we didn't expect this to happen, it's like, no, you most definitely did, because, you know, like, at the end of the day, like, you withheld, like, footage, like, last-gen console footage of the game. Like, it's not, you know, but... Anyway, yeah, I, keep, I could keep go, going around in circles on that, but it's just I, I found the whole thing just insane. Just like the level of arrogance about it.
0: Yeah, and yeah, I I, I agree and I the thing is, they can they can rebound, but it's going to take time in my in my view yeah. because first of all, if if they would have just owned up to it and said, "Look, we screwed up." we messed up, um, you know, whatever whatever you want to say. And they would have admitted, yeah, we we didn't do this right, and that's that's on us. I think people would be more willing to give them a chance to fix it. But when you keep doubling down on it, and then not just that, but pretending like, oh, this is news to us, we didn't realize. <laughs> I think yeah. the average person that's not, you know, that's not – bowing down before them uh offering incense to them i think the average person is going to see right through that and think to themselves yeah that's that's a load of, of garbage right there so
1: well and what they should have done is just taken a page out of hell of games book again drawing back on that example it's like when the game came out and it was in a horrible state you know they didn't release a barrage of statements on twitter they didn't you know you know they didn't make all these uh, you know you know double down on all of these you know false promises that you know were given they just said hey we're going to focus on customer support we're going to and we're going to fix the game and then just stayed quiet and stuck their nose to the grindstone and made the game better that's what CDPR needs to do um It's going to take them a long time. I think based off their timetable, um, they're expecting to have all of like a lot of the major issues patched up by like like basically quarter four of of this year Hmm. uh, until it's like properly uh, patched and everything.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because there's um, there's a YouTube channel I follow. I've been following a lot more lately. Um, Tagback TV, I think, is the name of the channel, and um, he plays a lot of games like The Witcher, Red Dead, um, you know, Animal Crossing, stuff like that. And he re- or Assassin's Creed is one that he recently uh, played through. And uh, he had, he had been playing Cyberpunk. I think it was on his PC. And yeah. someone asked what he thought of the game, and he said, eh, it was fine." He said, it, it, you know, the gameplay was all right when, you know, it was working and everything. And uh, he said, as far as the story goes, he said it was just kind of, eh, it was okay. He didn't see himself playing it again. It wasn't really all it was cracked up to be. And he was just kind of not super amused by it. Um, so, that, I mean... Yeah, I think,
1: that's, I think that's what I was more thrown off with about the game. It's not necessarily like... The technical performance of the game, like, more of just, the, based on the first two hours I played of the game, like, the narrative was just so lacking. Like yeah. Because it, it just, it, it, and for those of you who aren't aware, there's there's three different life paths that you can take. And that that originally, when they were marketing the game, claimed that it would drastically impact the the storyline of the game. Uh, and that's not even remotely true at all. You know, you get like maybe within the first, it, it affects maybe like the first 10 to 15 minutes of the game. And then after that, you just go to being a street kid. And it really makes me think that, um, you know, the, b- between the, the Nomad, Street Kid, and Corpo paths, it really seems like they, they wrote the game with the player, with the intention for the player to choose the street kid path. hmm Um, but yeah, it's, it's,
0: yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I I don't see myself playing it. Not just because of the, of the tech issues they've had, but story itself. And then some of the, some of the other content I've not been impressed with either. That's, that's in the game. Um, but we'll see where, where CDPR goes from here. You know, we'll see what their next big project is going to be in, how exciting that'll be, and I tell you what, it's a good thing that uh, Lucasfilm Games, as it's now called, uh, didn't approach them to develop a, <laughs> a future Star Wars game. Yeah, for real. <laughs> that would have been concerning. Um, so that's kind of a segue into our new topic. Um, first of all, before we get into the the meat of, of what we're going to talk about next, um, Lucasfilm Games is now a thing. It's, it's no longer... Back back when it used to be called LucasArts and then they got rid of that and then it was uh under basically EA games. Um now um now it's the new company is called Lucasfilm Games and they're gonna be making a lot more content it seems like and which is good because the last several years since I guess you want to say twenty fifteen Was when they really started to uh, come out with some new games again with uh, the first Battlefront releasing alongside The Force Awakens. Um, You know, there's really not been much to boast about as far as Star Wars games go. There's been Battlefront 2, which ended up being a pretty good game, and then they decided, ah, we're done with that. Um, And then there was (laughs) Jedi Fallen Order, which I think is one of the best games, one of the best Star Wars games I've played in a long time. Um, certainly, it the is best, certainly the best. Yeah. Certainly the best one of of the new uh, round of games that they've been making, but it's just been kind of eh. Whereas I remember back in the day in the early two thousands, I mean, not all of them were great, but there was some amazing the games Kotor under games, Lucas the, Arts. The, yeah, KOTOR, the, Republic Commando. The, the uh, that's Commando, one of my favorites. Um, the
1: the OG Battlefront games. OG Battlefront,
0: uh, yeah. I mean all kinds of great games rogue squadron jedi outcast games yeah jedi outcast i mean there's there's just, just a whole slew of of games that are still being re-released on new platforms i mean like switch steam um you know you can find them even on xbox you can play kotor on there uh the apple store i think just came out with kotor 2 for like iPad and iPhone, and then there's like maybe one or two other things you can play it on. But so it, I mean, it, it, it's a testament to how successful Lucas Arts was during that time because games that have been around for over 15 years, people are still playing. And you know, I'm gonna actually delve into the statement that they've made here about the future of of their games because it actually. The, the tail end of the, the article I read from StarWars.com was actually kind of encouraging as far as the potential there. And it, it made me feel like they understand what, what fans are wanting from games now on Star Wars. So we'll see how that happens. But I guess the, the, one of the biggest announcements that they've made is uh, Ubisoft is working on a new open world Star Wars game. Um, Which development. I'm very
1: conflicted on. It's like, Ubisoft can make good games. They can, but they, but they can also make um,
0: the Division One, <laughs> Destiny the One, Division
1: 1 <laughs> uh, Watchdog <laughs> Legions. I heard was not
0: uh particularly. Yeah, scary, right? yeah. I heard um, that was kind of lame. So eh, we'll see, but uh, I guess it's gonna be handled by. The French publisher's massive studio, previously responsible for the online shooter series Tom Clancy's The Division, according to a report by Wired, production of the game is still in the early stages and nothing has been revealed about the characters or setting or how the game will fit into the Star Wars cinematic universe. Although, from my understanding, it's supposed to be a completely original new storyline, it's not supposed to be like in the sequels or having a bunch of characters we already know and it's supposed to be like its own thing um so i mean i like that at least um and then the project's being built using mass's proprietary snowdrop game engine under the division's creative director who also worked on prince of persia and the far cry franchises which that's kind of cool Um, In a blog post about the announcement, Lucasfilm Games Vice President Douglas Riley said, We know that fans of Star Wars value the feeling of immersion, of being transported into the Star Wars galaxy, and moving through richly detailed environments. It's fun to imagine what the team at Massive can do within Star Wars by bringing their innovative spirit and their commitment to quality. It's the second major announcement following Disney's decision to revive the Lucasfilm Games brand and take over production of games based on Lucas properties. On Tuesday, Elder Scrolls and Fallout developer Bethesda announced that it would be producing an Indiana Jones game. With development duties going to Machine Games, the studio responsible for the acclaimed series of shooters set in an alternative timeline where the Nazis won the Second World War. Um, I
1: I don't know about Bethesda. I Like, look, man. uh, I'm kind of in the boat of, like, I didn't really enjoy Fallout 4, Fallout seventy six has been a disaster. So is it is it Bethesda themselves working on the game, or are they having like a, a developer like ID Software or somebody like that working I, on it?
0: I believe I believe it's the latter. Though they do have some involvement. Um, let's see if I can pull this article back up again. But it's they they still have involvement in it. But it's it's not solely them, I believe. So that'll be. Uh, That'll be interesting. The
1: studio that rebooted Wolfenstein, so I'm trying to think who it was that rebooted the Wolfenstein games. Um, You would think that in this article that they would mention the name of the studio that rebooted
0: them. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Being developed Um, by the award winning studio Machine Games.
1: Machine Games, okay. Yeah. I'm not as nervous then because uh, I've been playing um, the. The new or well I say new but it's been out for a while but Wolfenstein uh, the new Colossus and I've been enjoying it so far. Um, so yeah I think I think they can potentially do something um, really cool with it.
0: Yeah, I really hope they do. It's been it's been a long time since they've done um, an actual Indiana Jones game. I think the last one that I played was Staff of Kings, which was in like 2008 and I had it on the Wii. And it was, eh, it was all right, <laughs> but it wasn't the greatest. I I remember, I remember playing. Do you ever play the Emperor's Tomb, Indiana Jones game?
1: Funnily enough, I have never played any of the um, Indiana Jones games. Emperor's
0: um, Emperor's Tomb, I will say, is pretty great. I I love that game. Um, it's from like 2004, I think. But uh, but that okay. That's that's pretty fun. So you know, I, I'm actually a little surprised that they announced this, just because it's been so long since they've done it, um, like an actual Indiana Jones game, not counting the Lego ones that they've done. But uh, so it, they haven't really announced, just like with the open world Star Wars game, they've they've not announced what it's gonna be. Well, they they announced that it, the game is gonna be taking place during like the prime of. Indiana Jones, so not not when he's old, like in uh, Crystal Skull, and then the new one coming up, but it's gonna be taking place while he's younger. So that's 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 good. Um, but I, I'm curious if they're if they're gonna try to do like uh, they didn't say it was gonna be open world, so I'm guessing it's not. But that would be kind of interesting if you could like, you know, travel to different countries and different areas and do different. Mm-hmm like go for, go for, search for different artifacts and but you had like this overall big big main one that you were going for but I don't know. I don't know if they'll do that, but that would be pretty cool. As far as the open world game I don't know. I guess I guess you wouldn't I know it's an MMO, but I guess you wouldn't really classify Old Republic is a strictly open-world game, though it's pretty massive. I mean, they're making it out to be like, this is the first time that Star Wars has ever made anything like this. And I'm like, well, I mean, I know it's a little different, I'm guessing, but, you know, Old Republic is a pretty massive game as far as, like, each planet you go to, it's, it takes forever to do everything, and there's the maps are so big. But Yeah, you know, I guess it
1: just depends on whether you consider MMOs to be, like like to a degree open world i guess i guess they're not open world to the extent of like some areas are have different leveling scales so you're you're only confined to certain areas like you can go to other like in guild wars 2 for instance like you can go to um if my memory serves me correctly i haven't played guild wars 2 in a really really long time but in that game though um like, you can go to all these other areas, but they're the enemies are all, like, level-scaled. So, yeah. if you try to go do anything over there, like, you know.
0: Yeah, and there's some areas in Old Republic you can't access unless you're a certain class or you have, like, a group of people with you on the mission to join you in it. Um, so, I am really glad that they're not making another MMO game because I, I like Old Republic, but... I'd prefer that to be the only MMO they make <laughs> just because I, I don't know. It, I just don't like going through some of the, the tasks of having to access certain features in a certain way. I, I'd prefer to just have, you know, I like open world, but I like being able to access it in a little bit better of a way than that. So I, I'm, I'm happy with that. I'm not sure where they'll go with it. I don't think it's. I don't know. I don't know that it's going to be an old Republic era because if it was, I think they would have announced that. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion, and I could be totally wrong, but they did say, I believe they said in their statement um, that they're going to be announcing several more projects in the next year. I would not be surprised if there is an old Republic announcement coming, and it may just be like a remastered version which I'd still be perfectly fine with or it may be a new project I don't know but I I would not be surprised if they're going to announce that Um, but as far as the statement goes that I really wanted to read he's um let's see yeah here it is um what's his name I think one of the head guys at Lucasfilm Games he said Referring to the revival of Lucasfilm Games as a producer, Riley said, quote, This is really the culmination of years of preparing to come out and say, We're here, we've got a team of people, and we're going to make a lot of great games, and here's some new things you weren't expecting from us. We're going to continue to announce projects that are more representative of the legacy of the old Lucasfilm Games that we're now trying to live up to. See, that to me tells me that they are at least to some extent they're trying to make games that not necessarily rehash all the things that we've played before but try to draw on those things and and make content that people like so things they liked about knights of the old republic things they liked about you know battlefront 2 or things they liked about i don't know jedi starfighter whatever you want to Whatever game you you think of, draw from those and make games that are kind of like those but are still new. Um, you know what I'm really surprised. That'd be pretty with cool. Is,
1: um, so Microsoft bought Obsidian, right? Um, yeah. Well, I mean, they've also bought Bethesda as well. Um, I'm kind of surprised that Obsidian hasn't been mentioned in any of these. You know, these these new pro- and and maybe they will come you know, later announcements or whatever, but I would have really thought that they would have given Obsidian a a project, uh, Mm -hmm. like a Star Wars project, because, I mean, they were responsible for War 2. So, uh, and it it really, and, um, and if, for those of you who were following the, um, I think it was a couple years back, um, but there was this this kind of indie dev uh, company um, called, uh, I think it was like, a, or, um, a Puron, or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And they were essentially like um, doing like a a revamps of uh, like basically like a basically like a, a revamped version of the Kotor games in uh, Unreal Unreal Four, which looked insane. Like the, Oh yeah. Just watching some of their like their their live streams and stuff that they would do. Like man, some of the areas looked crazy good. Terrace looked
0: amazing. Tatooine yeah. looked really cool. Um, I think we got to see a little bit of Korriban, too. Yeah, but they ended
1: up they ended up shutting, uh, hitting them with like a, a cease and desist. So, yeah, you know, we, we saw something similar happen with El Dorito, where they basically ported, they basically took uh, Halo Online, which was like a, a Russian, uh, they were trying to break into the Russian market with Halo Online back in the day. Um, Microsoft was. Um, but eventually all that fell through and, and El Dorito, a company, you know another indie you know dev company, um, took all of those those source files and made a um, you know a, a nonprofit you know it was you know solely a free uh, downloadable mod uh, to have you know be able to play Halo online. Um, and they hit them with a cease and desist and and then ported, um, the Master Chief Collection over to Steam uh, on, on the PC, so maybe we'll see something similar happen with Kotor.
0: Yeah, you never know. And I mean, if they do announce an Old Republic project and they brought Obsidian along for the ride, that'd be that'd be pretty cool. I um, would be.
1: All hands, I I, I would be <laughs> all for that.
0: Oh yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty great. Um, even like I don't know, studios like Insomniac I think would be a good option for some kind of game. Uh, maybe yeah, I uh, think so.
1: It would it would depend on what it would be. What I, like, about a <laughs>
0: uh, what about Rockstar <laughs> doing like a a mature bounty hunter, you know, Star Wars game that would be uh... maybe might hmm,
1: I don't know I think Rockstar I think the thing with Rockstar is I, I feel like they adhere to their own way yeah um for better or for worse they're, they're like it's weird to make this comparison but they're kind of like Nintendo in that regard where like um, they have a tried and true method like that's worked. (laughs) You know, and they and they don't deviate from that at all. So I don't know if they would be you know, if they if they would be like even remotely consider like that, you know, taking on a Star Wars
0: project. Yeah, and I'm I'm imagining they're probably still working on GTA six and it usually takes them a while to come out with a new game and I'm guessing Lucasfilm wants these games out fairly quickly, um, like in the next probably
1: like a four year dev yeah. cycle or, or something like that.
0: Yeah, and Rockstar likes to take their time with them, which I am fine with. I mean that's it's how we got Red Dead 2 and how that turned out the way it's been. So yeah, probably not Rockstar, but that'd be kind of interesting if they tried that. But what so for this open world game, what would you like to see? What what's something that you've really been wanting to see in an open world game that's not KOTOR that would be like a new idea that might, you know, be pretty great.
1: That's a good question. I think like you know, I think there uh, and and you start to kind of like you you kind of have to be careful with throwing out some of these ideas cuz it's like, oh, well you know if we if we go too far in the Star Wars timeline it'll essentially be handcuffed to sequel trilogy sequel trilogy lore so you you know you don't want it to be too far you know into like like too far forward in the timeline but like you know we've already had you know the KOTOR games and I feel like the old republic is pretty well covered um I think what I'd really like to see is like having a having a game not really be based on the Jedi but rather like maybe have a like cuz i loved the 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 republic commando games like those games were phenomenal oh yeah so like uh, it'd be cool to have another republic commando like game um you know what would be really cool is have like an imperial version of uh basically an imperial version of the republic commando games yeah Because then you could you could do some really compelling things with the narrative where like you know you you have some you you add some kind of like humanizing characteristics with you know the stormtroopers because you know because i think what people fail to realize is that you know the, the Stormtroopers, while some of them were probably, you know, some of them probably were clones that carried over into, you know, the Empire, a lot of them were, you know, they they signed up with the Empire. They, they you know, willingly signed on. And it, it would be cool to have that level of character interaction and, and, and to see Star Wars through a different lens. Like, that would be really cool. Um, yeah,
0: that'd be kind of neat to see something that took place like at the end of the Republic and into the beginning of the empire and you see someone who is recruited, but is not a clone and has to, you, you see what it's like. You get to see that transition of moving away from the clones. And then you like build this relationship with your main character to some other character or characters. And then, you know, it fast forwards or something. I don't know when you would want it to take place, but like you get really attached to these characters, and then um, some of them die on the Death Star when it blows up the first time, or some some kind of yeah. thing where you wouldn't expect yourself to actually feel any sympathy for this character, but then it still keeps with the, but it's still a stormtrooper kind of thing. I don't know. I'm spit yeah. spitballing, but something like that that we've not really seen before, I think, would be kind of cool.
1: Yeah, and I think it's too like, um you know, it's like Battlefront two tried to do something similar to that, but then they chickened out at the last second in the campaign and just made the main character who was like a devout imperial officer or whatever and, and, and turned her into like a, a, a blatant you know, rebel. And you're like, Man, you're never you're not gonna, you know, do anything compelling with that at all, like just um
0: yeah, no,
1: it's if we had a game where you like you're a value like where you're looking at the universe of Star Wars through the lens of the Empire, and uh, kind of like what what they do in um, Mandalorian, and you know talking about how like they established that you know the Empire did have their uses, the Empire most certainly had some form of benefit for the galaxy as a whole i know maybe, maybe you know it it might have benefited uh some groups of people more than others but it's like you can really get into the you can really delve deep into the the semantics of that and like do a lot of really cool and interesting things but they they just so far they haven't really done that when it comes to like i think the closest you might really see with that is probably like the KotOR games, but you know, I mean, those games, you know, aren't really based. They're more based in obviously the Old Republic. So,
0: yeah, yeah, and I don't really want to see another game about a stormtrooper that turns good because they've already done it several yeah. times. I mean, they did it with uh, Battlefront Two, and then they did it with Squadrons, basically. Um, at least with not necessarily. I haven't played through the whole campaign, but not necessarily with the main character or characters, but with one of the characters and I don't know. I'm I just feel like that particular that particular plot line is just kind of overdone right now. Yeah. Um so I'd kind of like to see something a little different, even if it is something that we've seen a little bit of before, just something that either hasn't been used in a while or is or is just new. Um, I'd kind of like to see. It it could be about Jedi, but it would have to. It, you'd really have to have a great plot because, again, we've we've had a lot of games that have focused on Jedi as well, and I yeah. I'd like to see something new. But I I'd kind of like to see something similar to what Old Republic did, as far as yes, you can play as a Jedi if you want or as a Sith, but you can also play as a bounty hunter, you can play as, you know, a scoundrel, something like that, where you can... Have that sense of choice. Yeah, you have that sense of choice, and, you know, maybe start out as kind of a weak character, or someone that no one really pays any attention to, and you build yourself up, and especially if you're, like, I don't know, if, if you wanted to do, like, um, like a diplomat or some kind of figure that rises to power or tries to rise to some kind of power and, you know, build up your own army or something. I, I don't know, but something like that would be kind of cool because then you're, it's it's kind of like KOTOR, but it's, it's also a little different because you're not just expected to end up being a Jedi in the end. You could be pretty much, you know, whatever you want to be, but you know you kind of it's it's a pretty interactive game as far as the world that you interact with your choices affect not just people around you but entire worlds entire systems something like that i think would be pretty cool um as far as what era i'd put it in i'd either put it in way past the sequel trilogy after the jedi has been rebuilt and everything and you know, none of the, or at least most of the characters that we saw in the movies um, are long gone. Um, so it's like a, a new era that you're dealing with. Um, something like that, maybe. Um, or, I guess, something in Old Republic era that we've never seen before That's that doesn't have any affiliation with Malak and Revan, but takes place, like, I don't know, maybe during XR Kun or something like that. I don't know. There's, there's a lot of possibilities, I think, with it, so I'm curious to see what they do. and Or, you know what would be really cool
1: is to have a game like that, but have it be through the eyes of the Sith. Um,
0: mm-hmm.
1: Like, you know, you could have it be set, you know, during the... Because, uh, like, the Old Republic, uh, the, the MMO kind of delves into this a little bit, but, like, it, it shows the, the Sith regaining control of um you know the control of the republic essentially um kind of like you know the because i I think there's a there's a period during the old republic where the sith are kind of dormant and there's not really anything going on then they return like it would be cool to have um you know have a game focused around the through the lens of the sith because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I know, I mean, it's like, it's like, you know, we don't really want, you know, Star Wars is kind of married to the Jedi at this point, but it would be nice to see a game where the Sith have more characterization, the Sith have more, um, you know, there's there's a, a deeper understanding of the Sith and their ideologies and how they um, put those, those like, principles into practice and and go about you, you know, know what running.
0: they you know what they could do is mm-hmm. is take inspiration from the darth bane trilogy i and, was literally just thinking of that yeah and you start out and your basic end goal is to rebuild the sith order as you see fit you know that would be really interesting to see Because especially if it's like a dormant, dormant area where people don't expect you to exist anymore and then you're building up your own army, if you will, your own group of followers and you're about to unleash upon the galaxy again. That would be, that would be something that I've not seen before in a a Star Wars And the climax
1: would be, you know, you storming on the, you know, uh, the, the, the Jedi Order, you know with all your followers like that would be really cool
0: yeah yeah that would be so yeah we'll uh we'll definitely keep you updated on what happens with that i'm i'm interested to see what they do um so I will say,
1: this is the this has been like the first bit of actual good news of 2021 like <laughs> <laughs> everything yeah. else has just been you know just absolute shit
0: so. <laughs> I mean just just slightly yeah, just yeah. slightly So, but I think that's going to do it for our show today um, we will definitely be back uh, probably next week and bring you even more content but uh, I've enjoyed doing this with you Spencer and I'm we sure. will absolutely bring you even more content uh, here fairly soon but thanks everyone for joining in again be sure to uh, give us that five-star rating and review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. And with that, we will catch you around next time. Take care, everybody.